Welcome back to another edition of the Disney Dish Podcast with Jim Hill. It's me, Lantesta, and this is a special five-minute update show that we've recorded on Friday. That's Schmerz Day for the rest of us, May 29th, 2020. Let's get started by bringing in the man who refers to fondue as drinking cheese. It's Mr. Jim Hill. Jim, how's it going? <laughs> Sorry, a little too much drinking cheese this morning, Lent. <laughs> Carry so on. Jim, as, as, as normal, we recorded a show yesterday, mm -hmm. uh, Thursday, about the reopening dates that we got from Walt Disney World, from the Orange County Economic Task Force on their meeting of May 27th, again, which was on a Wednesday. Mm. And then Thursday night, I don't know about you, Jim, but my cell phone exploded with a bunch of people texting me saying, Disney's going to make an announcement tonight and it's going to be huge. Lo and behold, Jim, uh, they weren't kidding. Disney dropped uh, an update after everything closed Thursday night. Let's go over what those things are. Okay. Number one, all dining reservations that have been made are canceled. All of them. If you had an ADR, you don't have it anymore. Offerings and experience bookings such as behind the scenes tours, all canceled now. We kind of figured that those things might happen because of capacity. Here, I think, were the two big ones. Mm -hmm. Dining plans will not be offered from now until September 26th, 2021. So 16 months without a Disney dining plan, Jim. That was a surprise. That also gives you some idea of how long the ramp up back to normal may be. What drove that, though? Everyone I've talked with keeps using the phrase, you have to walk before you can run. And right. with the dining reservation thing, the whole notion of, you look at something like uh, Be Our Guest, which has seating for 500 people at a time or used to. And yeah. now <laughs> if we're doing this with social distancing and every other table, what's that going to be like? I think that's the, the logical extension of that. If only, if we're going to run restaurants at 25 or 30, 35% of capacity, mm -hmm. whatever it is. How do we tell people who purchase the dining plan that it's still a good value? Yeah. Right? If you can't use it, right? A, if you can't get a reservation to get into the park, or B, if you, if you can't get a reservation to get into the restaurant, mm -hmm. how can we say that it's a good value? That makes sense. And I think, Jim, the reason why they extended it out so long, too, was they had already pre-sold those for UK vacations. Oh, yeah. Okay. going out through, let's face it, I mean, September 26, 2021 is the end of fiscal year 2021 mm -hmm. for Disney. The other analogy people kept using is if you think about everything that Disney is already committed to doing, it's like you have all of these planes circling the airport that you still have to land yeah. and honoring all of these commitments and not knowing when they're going to be able to move from 20 to 30% up to 50. And so it's yeah, just sort of like, know. Okay, yeah. you know, let's, let's give ourselves some breathing room. Let's give ourselves some space. I know this has got to disappoint a lot of people to hear this, you know, especially the people who a hundred days out set up their dining and it's like, well, <laughs> congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough for people who, uh, who who booked six months in advance for mm -hmm. some of those restaurants to have that canceled after the effort is uh, is tough. Let's yep. talk about the uh, the two big things, Jim. Number one, temporary suspension of extra magic hours mm -hmm. in the parks. I got to tell you, that, that one kind of hurt. But that tells you a lot about how serious Disney is about the level of hygiene. Disney wants to be able to stress that when you come back into these parks in the morning, they've done a floor-to-ceiling you know, on these places, you know, they want to reassure people that they're safe. And so, you know, extra magic, they're going to need that time just to do the prep. 
It's true. And then the big one, Jim, all fast passes have been canceled and fast pass has been suspended indefinitely. Jim, it's been more than 20 years mm-hmm. since uh, Walt Disney World did not have any kind of fast pass at a ride. Mm-hmm. This was a surprise to me. Didn't see this one coming. Obviously, they need the extra space in line to accommodate social distancing. Basically, Disney is terrified of using the standard queues. We've already heard about the boilerplate language to the effect of if you were returning to the parks, you knowingly potentially could be exposing yourself to COVID. In this case, even if they space out the queues, people will potentially bunch up. What they're talking about, Len, is basically sending people through the fast pass queue because it's typically the most direct route. And it's the easiest one to sort of put the spacing in for social distancing. Right. So it's the, it'll be the place where you spend the least amount of time. That's it exactly. That's it exactly. So that was a surprise to me, though. Yeah, it is. Well, I mean, the drumbeat that I kept hearing over and over again after they they do the explanation is like, look, this is what we're doing for now. For now, yeah. In six to eight months, if there's a treatment plan for COVID or, or God help us, a vaccine, we can step away from that. But for right now, this is the way we can get this business unit to the company open again. This is the socially responsible way to do this. The other thing I think you saw come down uh, just in the past 24 hours was the aging down of who has to wear a mask. That's right. So it was uh, when it was announced on Wednesday, it was ages three and up require a mask. And then yesterday, our friend uh, Carly Wiesel noticed that the language had been modified to say two and up, ages two and up required to wear a mask. And that's I think the reason why they did that is it aligns with the ticket ages. So mm-hmm. people three and up need a ticket. Yeah. But if you talk with anybody at Disney, they're like, thank you. How exactly are we enforcing that? And figure out a polite way to do this, you know, to, to talk to a parent about their child in the stroller and please have them put on the mask. Life just got so much harder for the day-to-day cast members who work in the park who have to have these exchanges with guests. I'm sure there's a lot of training going on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. The other thing I wouldn't be surprised to see is Disney come up with some sort of mask that kids really, really like to wear. (laughs) Okay, I'm intrigued as to to what that would involve, Len. I don't know, (laughs) but I mean, they they make billions of dollars in profit. I mean, how how hard would it be for, I mean, how long would it take to do that research, right? And I'm sure they've got people on that. Okay, okay. Trying to figure that out. No doubt, no doubt. It's just sort of like, we're talking Florida. We're talking opening in mid-July. Yep. This is going to be a challenge all the way around the barn. It, it definitely is. Uh, also, I think uh, we'll, we'll talk about one more challenge here, and then we'll wrap up this quick update show. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of selling the parks now, mm-hmm. without extra magic hours, without parades, without fireworks, mm-hmm. without fast pass, without characters, and with shortened hours, don't get me wrong. The Disney parks and the Disney hotels can sell themselves. They're fantastic mm-hmm. things. Yep. But man, to have to market over the next year, 18 months, and say, here are the prices. Come visit the parks. Mm-hmm. That's a challenge for marketing. I think they're going to need more, Jim, than the words magic, dream, and wishes <laughs> in their marketing <laughs> slogans. And I, uh, well, Let me yeah. just uh, share one last little bit of good info from, from my conversations with these folks. And it's just sort of like, 
it's Disney World Classic. It's it's if you went, it's 71, 72. Yeah, I, I, I like the parks in 1995. <laughs> yeah. You think it bring back Horizons, Jim? Uh, <laughs> my entire my entire plan will be complete. <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me, I got to go out and buy a lottery ticket. Yeah, well, buy a couple. Look, if you are in fact planning on going down to Disney during this time, you really have to be patient and understanding. You have to be ready for the fact that you know you go back to a park and you know, wait a minute, I, that's an entirely different way to go into the the attraction. It's like, yeah, we changed it last night. This will be a continually evolving situation and you have to go with the flow, uh, you know, and just understand that you're going to have a different Disney World vacation experience. You're going to have a a lot of great stories to tell friends and family afterwards. So, you know, just be sure to share them here with myself and Len because we're going to love to hear about, you know, those first couple of days. Well, I've got uh, I've got DVC reservations for June 22nd uh, and then spread between then uh, all the way up to July 11th, and hopefully we can get reservations okay, to get okay. into the parks. But I will I will be there. I will let you know how it is. All right, all right. I'm going to observe from a distance and hope for the best. So <laughs> Probably me too, Jim. Probably me too. All right, folks, that's going to do it for this quick update on the Disney dish. We will see you guys on our regular show on Monday. Guys, we'll talk to you on Monday. Take care.